You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. Chris Horwadell joined by Mario Hines. Mario, we just spent the last 20 minutes or so talking about the MCU and who Henry Cavill is going to play and why Silver Surfer casting is not good. How are you? <laughs> I am good, except that I don't know who Henry Cavill is going to play and that I think the Silver Surfer casting is no bueno. I know. I feel like we should have just had this conversation on the show. But I, look, Cavill's going to be Dr. Doom or Captain Britain. And I mean, it's, isn't, I guess he was kind of bad Superman in, in Justice League because um, like, he was all taken over by whatever you and he died and that was rough Imagine i guess he was kind of a bad guy but like i don't i don't know does he, he just go full bad guy has to do something well because argyle is getting just ab- abominably bad ratings and reviews so he needs a win and uh we'll, yeah, we'll <laughs> see we'll see how did how, they for a very long time marvel was very snobby, very reticent to pull anybody who was in the DC over into Marvel casting. How do you, are you, do you like that they're sort of loosening up on that? In, in <laughs> following the trend of the NBA, loosening its rival ties, just going for what works. I think, <laughs> I think Marvel wised up and understood that they're also starting to see a decline in interest and a win's a win. Um, Henry, Cavill. 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 <laughs> I believe. No, I don't know. I re- I'm 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 thinking of the other the politics guy probably. Uh and it's I don't have an issue with it first of all. I don't have an issue with it. I do think that they had to loosen up because you you need to reestablish maybe even reimagine like what is the draw. What's mm-hmm. going to be the thing? It can't be the universe thing. Like, it's completely been saturated. Now, you can definitely rebuild a u- universe again, but it would have to be under our noses again. So you do that with quality, high-impact stars as opposed to, like, not knowing that Robert Downey Jr. was going to do what he was going to do. Well, what, how lucky did Marvel get? Because if RDJ doesn't have this... First of all, um, the the perfect casting choice. Like, he beat out some interesting people, including Timothy Oliphant, who I, I think the world of. But thank God it was RDJ because he's a person who is just perfect for that role, came around at the exact right time in his career. And if that movie bombs, like the MCU isn't going to be the MCU. And we have nothing. Like, it's it's one of the... <laughs> I, don't, I hope people don't think this is hyperbole, but it's so much, so much has been drawn and inspired from what the mcu was able to do based on this success that Mm. without it like just take it away and you lose a bunch of very cool things uh even even because with 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 what we were talking about with dc e e dc u e dc one (laughs) that they they elevated even though like for the sake of trying to keep up they didn't do it well but they did elevate their 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 character um uh variety to the point where we were interested 
but the general viewer would have been interested. So like you even got that sort of thing. Um, but they were lucky. They were lucky. RDJ shot him out. And he even said, I like that he went on record finally and said, like, I was acting my ass off. Like, I really took it seriously because yeah. it, it showed. Well, I am, uh, I'm on BafataSportsBook.com, Mario, and mm-hmm. they just so happen to have a prop bet in their entertainment section asking Henry Cavill's next role. I'm going to mm. give you, we'll give you, they have seven options and I'm, I'll go from, I'll go from seven down mm-hmm. uh, at plus 10,000, the most I, unlikely escapade. I don't know who that is. Do you know what an escapade is? I know what I know what an yes. escapade is. Yes, but I do you know what don't, it means in them in, in this context. In this context, hell no. But I'm going to find out. Um, uh, escapade is okay. Was played. It appears to be a woman. Uh, well, anything. Go, oh, let me chill. You you're you want to talk about Anya Taylor Joy playing? I just playing Silver Surfer right here. So angry. Okay, so Escapade is a is a female character, uh, Sheila Sexton, a professional thief and oh boy, um, a, a professional thief and trans mutant. Sheila Sexton uh, is a good supervillain known as Escapade, a modern Robin Hood who steals technology. Uh, I, that's where it stops. I, I didn't click on the link. Don't don't but, click <laughs> because then if you click, some some database is going to take that click. Register it as interest. I think, we move. I think we should move on to the next one. Yeah. The the next option is at plus twenty five hundred, all the way down from plus ten thousand. Thor. Now they did say okay, not they. I really I thought um oh geez, I don't know how his name's slipping me, the actual actor. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. I thought he said he was excited that they were going to reimagine and reserious up. Thor. I, I, yeah, I, I remember him saying that he would only come back at this point if it was again the, the movies got a little bit more serious. And but though that shouldn't be taken as a criticism of anything, he literally took the blame and said that you know he and Taika Waititi and the rest of the group were just having too good a time on set. Sure, sure. Like consummate pro you are, Chris. I don't blame him actually because in the grand scheme and with my great cinematic eye, he did lean into whatever they were asking him to do or whatever Thor was supposed, you know? Oh yeah. His, his instinct is to play things comedically. He just happens to look like that. He does have a, a comedic twang. He has a comedic cadence. He has a comedic feel. Now he did get me in some of the, um, the serious or, or highly emotional, um, portions of either Thor or the Avengers. He did. Mm-hmm. Like he, he nailed those just as much as anything else. So I could see him doing it, which makes me want to push back against this being for my good friend Hank. Well if that feels <laughs> Hank 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 Hank, <laughs> Hank, Cavill. Hank Cavill. Um well I have a hard time with this because we already have a Thor replacement set up in the MCU. Oh, right, 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 right. At the end of, God, Thor, Love, and Thunder, question mark, question mark, question mark. They, yeah, it must have been. They have the scene where where Zeus calls upon his son to basically get even with Thor. 
his son played by Brett Goldstein um, playing Hercules, Brett Goldstein of Ted Lasso fame. Mm-hmm. And in as I understand it from the YouTube people I follow, th- how that plays out in the comics is that Hercules, I mean, minor spoilers, maybe what happens to something maybe in 10 years, um, Hercules kind of goes after Thor, but like very quickly they they become good friends and Hercules actually replaces Thor in the Avengers. That's cool, I guess, but it's not cool. So that we kind of have our Thor replacement in house already. Plus two thousand at Bavada. I don't this is the one I think is the absolute least likely of what, what we've heard so far. Really? Or uh is Hulk. It's Hulk. Well, we also have a Hulk. Don't we have Purple Hulk, though? Well, it doesn't say Purple Hulk, Mario. (laughs) I feel like it doesn't say a Hulk. It says Hulk. And Hulk is currently played by Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo likes playing that role. He does. Recently was told that there will never be a Hulk um, solo movie. Indie, yeah. (laughs) But he's got a couple. He's got some some more in the contract, I believe. So I do not believe he's going to be Hulk. Will, uh, Will Hank Cavill. Hank Cavill, Purple Hulk. Well, pur- Purple Hulk is going to be, what's his name? Uh, although he admittedly said, uh, I guess Harrison Ford's taking over for um, uh, William Hurt, who passed away as as uh, as the Thunder leader, of the, de facto leader of the Thunderbolts, and he'll probably be the president of the United States when the movie rolls around. Um, and And Harrison Ford... <laughs> was asked in an interview if he was going to be, I guess that's Red Hulk. Ah, and okay. and he, he literally said, what's a Hulk? Oh, this is great. This is great. Which could both be true and just, you know, the notoriously curmudgeon-y, um Harrison Ford, like playing it up a little bit. But it, he does seem a little old to be playing a Hulk character. Yeah, I mean, CGI can do some heavy lifting, but... That's true. But he man. was young again in the last Indiana Jones movie. He was so, so young. And it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's talk about the real options here. Number four at Bavada plus 500 is Sentry. Oh, I feel like I know who that is. I feel like I'm Googling it right now because yeah, I'm gonna come this, is, this is a name that I've heard. Yes. But this is, I don't know enough about the the lesser characters. Wait. Uh, oh. Okay. So, oh, okay. Sentry is Thunderbolts. And, and, and I, I know why I knew this is because Steven Yoon had signed up to play Sentry. Yes. 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 And yes. That he had, then he had to back out because they said um, um, too busy scheduling conflicts. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Well, that just means, sorry to, that means that we're getting a part two of beef, season two of beef. No. I, I, okay. <laughs> Everybody loves beef. I, I put it on one, one day downstairs and I probably went through like four episodes, but I would probably watch 20% of each episode. Okay. <laughs> I had a joke there. I had a really good joke there, but you didn't use the word beef again and you didn't stress how much you didn't like it. So I can't use the joke, but why didn't why did you only pay attention to 5% of the episode? I said 20, but uh you're <laughs> you paid attention to 5% of this conversation. <laughs> and that's where my beef with you comes. <laughs> no, um I don't know, it's just like I like Steven, you know, like Ali Wong. I it was interesting what I saw. I was just, you know, 
maybe it was just one of those days where I was just like in my head, I was playing on my phone, stuff like that. Gotcha. Well, I thought I think they left room for a, a season two bigly. So if any, uh, if anything, so uh, century century will be Thunderbolts. That would be one of the next movies we have coming, I guess. Henry um, Cavill could, could he make I, Thunderbolts matter? I, I like a lot of people in Thunderbolts, man. I, I like a lot of people in that group. I just don't know about this. And are they, what are, are we going to let, what's her name? Um, God, Taskmaster. Are we going to let her have a personality this time? No. Or is she just kind of there? Um, oh, worth pointing out that the, Thunderbolt script is being rewritten by Joanna Callow, who was the showrunner for The Bear. So mm. Jeremy Allen White maybe in that conversation for Century. That could be interesting. I could see that. And I mean, oh man, That's, I just I'm Jeremy afraid Allen of the White's typecast. Super hot name right now. I know. I, I'm afraid. Maybe I'm speaking for myself and I'm I'm projecting, but the typecast, like would I not be able to see the owner of <laughs> I forget the name of the the restaurant over, you know, him f- actually being central. Oh, and the do you watch the bear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bear's another bear. The bear's a tough one to watch. The it is a tough not, watch. It it's is. not an easy. It's not like a you sit down and watch ten episodes of the bear. No, 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 no. You have to, you have to either have already been connected with the culinary food industry, and then you you feel seen. Yeah. Or which is the rest of the country well, is that you hear how great it is and you stick with it. I just saw him in, and I'm going to talk here cause I can't hear what you're saying. Uh, I just saw him <laughs> there. You're back. I just saw uh-huh. him. I, I could see, I could see your lines moving, but I couldn't hear what you were saying for whatever reason. Um, I just watched the iron claw. I got, a, I got sent a screener for the iron claw, the movie about the Von Eric family. And he played uh Carrie Von Eric, the Texas tornado. So I literally watched a movie with him in it yesterday. Huh. Did did you like it? It's okay. It it was a good movie. It's it's hard to say it's a movie that I liked because it's so oppressively sad. Mm. Mm. I mean, you literally uh you're literally talking about a situation where there are five or six there are six kids in this this group of brothers, and one of them is still alive. And age-wise, they should all be still alive. You had one... Be, uh, the, the, the oldest died of electrocution when he was five. Then you had one who died of an intestinal disease, would, calling it an intestinal disease, uh, right after I beat Ric Flair for the world, rest of the world Championship. And almost certainly brought on by drugs, you had three people die of suicide, including Kerry Von Erich, who... I just learned this today. Or pardon me, yesterday. He got in a he got in a motorcycle accident and lost his foot and went to the WWF and wrestled with a prosthetic foot. What? Yeah, right. This blew my mind when I heard this. He was Intercontinental Champion in the WWF. They they hired him knowing he had a prosthetic foot. He never told anybody. Never took his never took his boots off. He allegedly like showered with his boots on. And no one <laughs> no one knew. 
But yeah, he held the Intercontinental Championship with a prosthetic foot. And then unfortunately things happened and, you know, the, the drug addiction took over and he shot himself in the chest. It's, it's all very, very sad. They didn't even show the sixth brother who had a, a variation of brittle bone disease, wanted desperately to be a wrestler, uh, only grew to 5'5", five, five and ended up killing himself. So what I'm saying is it was fun. Jeez. It was a, it was a, it was a heartwarming tale. Oh my God. Yo, what is, I mean, I get like, that's what I mean by typecast. Like dog, like you are tragedy. You are tragedy and drama, even though it's a comedy, the bear, yeah. you are, tr- you are traumatic events, drama, tragedy personified as a, as an actor. And here it's you a come. Dramedy. It's not, I wouldn't call it a comedy. It's a dramedy. Yeah, no, it's definitely a dramedy. It's just under the comedy for, and everyone had, had something to say about it, but well, and he, could, uh, he could he could be on uh, on screen with his co-star at some point because the the dude from the 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 brother is uh, playing the thing. Oh, he is. Yeah, at Eben something Moss or whatever his name is. Yeah, that's he's cool. Play, he's playing the thing. Okay, you mentioned it. The number three option at Bavada for Hank Cavill, Cyclops plus five hundred. I gotta slide all my chips to the to the center of the table for this one. When will we get an X Men <laughs> movie? Because I feel like this is this is the big thing. Because are you casting? Are you casting this guy? Uh, the X Men movie will be in Phase Seven, which should be sometime in the second half of twenty twenty six. So, we're, are you Jeez. casting a guy right now for 2027? No, not a I chance. I don't think so either. Not a chance. Unless, like maybe he shows up in something else. Maybe he shows up in Deadpool or something. But that's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, it, it almost annoying. has to be one of these first couple. The tied for first place at Bavada plus one fifty is Captain Britain and Doctor Doom. If we're so going, we're if we're going out of exactly the two, we're going we Doctor Doom. Yes, yes, yes. We're going Doctor Doom then because I'm not dealing with a Captain Britain storyline. I don't care. You're not going to get me to care. I will be Captain Britain's biggest op. I do not care. What's your beef with Captain Britain? I don't want, like, there's no way you're going to, I don't know anything about him, and I don't want to. Well, Mario, Captain Britain, (laughs) real name Brian Braddock, a champion in the making. Oh, Uh, Brian Braddock sounds familiar. He's a big dude. Is he in the X-Men, I mean, in the X-Men universe, seriously? Braddock does sound familiar. But Brian Brad, I mean, I searched for Brian Braddock, and obviously all I get is Captain Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, and I, I assume if I search Braddock X Men, I'm just going to get correct more Captain Marvel. Uh, and there's also a Betsy Braddock, by the way. Huh. So sibling, and apparently she also played Captain Britain. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. Britain needs a U-Haul. <laughs> not touching any of this but i'm cool like i'm i'm cool with him being dr doom i i do think you know there's been like a lot of talk about Giancarlo esposito Mm -hmm. he's he's amazing he would obviously be a great and commanding dr doom but also like dr doom is there shouldn't be but we still live in an age where people would have a problem with dr doom being a black man if they have to show his face, sure. Yeah, but you have to basically... Well, I mean, they're not... Are we completely amending his backstory? 
No. Because <laughs> I don't know how well that is going to... That can yeah. like we're 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 arguing that that Giancarlo Esposito is Latvian. He is, isn't he? No, I'm joking. But that's I'll go. I'll go. I can Lat- do Latvian, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I can do. I can do Henry Cavill as Doctor Doom, based on and this is maybe some of the inspiration outside of him just being a quality actor is that evil Superman gave mm-hmm. a little bit of Doctor Doom. <laughs> Like he, I can see that. You yeah, you know what I mean. Like if you're telling him to like lean into like um, evil altruism, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know that that paradox where you're like you're doing the evil thing for the for this reason that's smarter than everyone else. I can see him landing that. I mean, obviously Esposito too, but I could see Henry doing that. I call him Henry now. Well, I mean, after all of this this talk, the relationship is soured a bit. Of course. <laughs> because I, I, I hired him for a gig that's uh, coming out in, in uh, late 2026. You guys heard right here, Hank Cavill on Appraise the Phrase, late 2026. <laughs> got time to get that book. You got, it's just working through a few things. What uh, his century? Have, his century. Uh, do you have an schedule. idea for what phrase you'd be uh you'd be looking at, or you got that out to his people right now? Oh, that's completely up to them. Oh, so blank oh, check. Yeah. He can come out blank check whatever phrase you want. Whatever phrase you want to do. Damn. All right. Um, that's exciting. That mm-hmm. is exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If just because I have no idea how Captain Britain would be introduced, I feel like it has to be Doctor Doom. And we're doing like we just announced all of the Fantastic Four casting. That movie is about to go into production. Got to have a bad guy, right? And and this bad guy's taking on a much larger role because the MCU is they're they're getting rid of. I don't know if everybody caught this. By the way, the last two quote unquote sports shows that I've done yesterday, we talked all. We, Greg's a big wrestling fan, so we literally talked about the Iron Claw for twenty minutes, and then we talked. To, the rest of the show was a game where I had we I found a list of the worst wrestling legacy, the, the worst legacy wrestlers from like famous families. <laughs> and we didn't. That's what that show was. And now we're talking about Marvel and Hank Cavill. This is football, man. This is this is football. <laughs> um, but <laughs> God damn it. I don't even remember where I was going. Oh, uh, <laughs> man. Where the- uh- <laughs> I don't even remember where I was going. Give me a second. You were going somewhere really strong. Really I, strong. I pretty much always am. But <laughs> I just don't always know where it is. Yeah. Oh, final f- Fantastic Four. Great cast. Production. It's time. Let's name. Oh, oh, oh Kang. 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 Kang's gone. Don't know if people saw the news, but Marvel's getting rid of the Kang Dynasty subtitle for the Avengers movies. I can... I can I can see it being very likely that they they do a, like a Council of Kangs thing, which they've been leading up to in Quantum Mania and Loki season two, and they just like everybody gets together, all the Kangs get together. This is this like unbelievably powerful group of people, and I believe like happens in the comics, Doctor Doom just comes down and eviscerates them all, and that's 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 how we find out how powerful and how formidable Doctor Doom is. And that's going to have to be a big time actor, big time gravitas. I can see Hank could pull it off. I'm sticking Hank, with Hank. Hank is so great, and uh, I, I'm leaning into it now. If 
because it can't be Cyclops, and it it, it it simply can't be those other names. So it has to be Doctor Doom. I mean, I guess the the elephant in the room here when it comes to Cyclops is that we did have our first X Men uh, introduced in the the latest release in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Marvels, um, which I thought was better than people. Like I didn't have a problem with the Marvels. I didn't watch it. Who is it? I don't care about spoilers. It's. Oh, who the X Men? It, it's a uh, beast. They show beast shows up in a post credit. Wait, 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 wait. Kelsey Grammer's beast, by the way. That's such a nailed it, nailed it. That's so great. That's great. Yeah, he he shows up in a post credit uh, as one of the that online. Uh, you think? What? You think that's online? Just that post credit? Yeah, absolutely. Great. Uh, or you can just I, I'm Captain Marvel's probably on my voodoo. You can just also Captain watch that. Marvel or the Marvels. The Marvels, that's right. That's a good point. Right, um, I watched but, the both. But it also should just be. Uh, it was good. Look, it was good. And like there was the post credits were the, were fun because uh, whatever spoilers for a movie that came out already. Um, you have <laughs> you have that, and you have Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, kind of go to recruit um, Kate Bishop's Hawkeye. And basically, like becoming her, her version of Nick Fury for the Young Avengers. Mm. The post credits were fun, and I like. I also like the fact that that Kate Bishop's like, she's like, you know, I'm 23, right? <laughs> she is is a little bit old to be in the Young Avengers at this point. Yeah, yeah. But that's what we're gonna get. So I'm down with it. It was fun. the the Cap the Marvels was was a perfectly fine movie. Do you, it it, 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 do you want to watch it the Wednesday? Do you want to watch? Do you want to watch it the Wednesday? Um, that you come over. Yeah, we can watch it. It's fun. I don't. I don't care. Like I. I don't know how. I don't know how late I want to be up that day, but. I mean, hmm. we could, let's let's nail down the plans a little bit later. <laughs> Let's nail down the plans for our, our Puerto Rico, <laughs> the prelude to our Puerto Rico trip off the air. And by the oh, way, man. anybody who else wants to come, feel free to stop exactly. over. We'll tweet out Mario's address. You can watch the Marvels exactly. with us. I'm getting into DC at like nine. Uh, if somebody wants to come pick me up, that'd be cool. Swing on through. Uh, the door will be unlocked as usual. Feels safe and definitely a thing I would tell people. Uh, but yeah, I'll watch it. That's fine. Uh, I could watch it again. We I literally just watched Captain Marvel the other day because it's number two chronologically in the the MCU movies. So. It's the only reason why I wa- watched it. Yeah, I didn't hate it as much the second time, but it's weird because I think there's a genuine chance Brie Larson, okay, unfortunately, aside from Jonathan Majors, is the best actor, the best pure actor in the MCU. They just give her nothing to work with better than rdj rdj is great but i think i don't know i think i think Prie larson might be the best actor and like best pure actor in the mcu it just gets she's nothing and and look at rdj just i i feel like we have this perception of him because he was so good as iron man but look at any time he steps out and by the way this this applies to most of the the actors in the mcu Look at what happens when they step outside of the Marvel universe and and make their own movies. Like we get Doctor Shivago, or we get Doctor Doolittle, and uh, <laughs> Doctor Shivago was a classic. Yeah, I know. Well, we, as far as I know, nobody from the MCU was in that. <laughs> but 
but we got like Doctor Doolittle and bullshit like that. I mean, okay, RDJ was an Oppenheimer, but that wasn't that wasn't his movie. That wasn't his. Yeah, that wasn't his shy. That that was that was a Doctor Doom's movie, Killian Murphy. Doctor Doom. Yeah, I thought we're going with Hank Cowell. Look, I was. I was I was bringing this back. I guess we didn't actually talk about Henry. I guess we didn't actually talk about Killian Murphy on the air, so that's a weird callback to for the listeners. <laughs> but we did we did in fact talk about Killian Murphy like an hour ago now. It has been an hour. I like Killian Murphy in everything. Just <laughs> in everything. I went back and I watched 28 Days Later, which was one of my favorite zombie movies and kind of the zombie movie that that brought on the fast moving zombie. I, the cinematography bugged me in it, watch, re-watching it, but Killian Murphy's great in everything. There was a movie called um, Sunshine, which I probably wouldn't go back and watch, but yeah, Killian Murphy is, uh, he's good in everything. Yes, he is. I don't know, man. So, yeah. The, the point is, I didn't hate, I didn't hate, <laughs> the point is, as if this is what the conversation was exactly, about. Exactly. Yeah, I, I didn't for summing hate, it up. I didn't hate Captain Marvel as much as I did originally. <laughs> Thank you for getting us back on track. Okay. I do think it's dumb, though, that, like, the big, the big twist from how Nick Fury lost his eye was a cat scratched it. I hate it, man. I, there were just certain things in that movie and, uh, that I was just like, meh. And then you had to try to remember who people were when uh, for Secret Invasion, and that was hard. And also Secret Invasion. Now we have this like super powerful um, Khaleesi from Game of Thrones. It's now like a super powerful person in the MCU, and who knows if we'll ever see her again. And also like, okay, my biggest problem with Captain Marvel is this movie happens second, like I said, chronologically in the MCU. Why? Like, she couldn't be fucking bothered when the world was at stake in the first Avengers to like come stop by. That, and 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 they they one lined they one lined that away by literally saying what you just said. She couldn't be bothered. <laughs> yeah, she she was doing other things in the universe. The, like the world was at stake multiple times. Like didn't didn't come for Age of Ultron. Didn't come for yeah. Uh, no biggie. Like yeah, like. It just seems silly. She wasn't. She didn't pick a side for civil war, and that is that's the greatest tragedy of it all. Absolutely, we got, because yeah. we got Spider Man in Civil War, the best of, the best of, and he is. By the way, he is terrible in every everything that's not a Marvel movie. Wait, 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 wait. You didn't like him in the video yeah. game adaptation of whatever Uncharted. that game was. <laughs> I watched it. It was terrible. Was it the video game or was it him? Yes. Um, <laughs> the casting was stupid because uh, Nathan Drake is like a like a grizzled adventurer and they cast a 26 year old. And and they cast the guy who people like would have preferred to see Nathan Drake. Well, everybody wanted Nathan Fillion to play Nathan Drake. And I get that. Fillion's awesome. But they wanted a bigger they wanted a bigger name. And like. The guy they should have just cast was Wahlberg, but instead they cast Wahlberg to play Sully, like his his old mentor. It was just it was movie was fucked up. It was just yeah, weird. I had no interest. It was never going to get seen by me, so I feel you. I did not purchase it, but it it came along on a streaming service at one point, and I was just like, all right, that's I guess this is what I'm watching for the next two hours. Very nice. I was interested, but 
Very nice. Who's Mark Wahlberg get to play in the MCU? Anyone he wants. <laughs> Recast whoever he chooses. Do you think? Do you think we're gonna see? We're ever gonna see the Tom Cruise variant of Iron Man? No, it's a folklore. It's like no, it's never gonna happen. Well, it's not. It's not purely folklore because Cruise was up for Iron Man uh, originally. So yeah, but, there may be some sketches out there. There may be some footage. I don't know. I, I do like. You want it to happen? You sound disappointed. I think it would be interesting. We're gonna. There's gonna be a lot. Okay. Okay. What do you want him to do? What do you? <laughs> well, he could be Ultimate Iron. He could be the Superior Iron Man or whatever. Ultimate Iron Man's fun. Whatever the name is, the like basically the bad guy dictator Iron Man. That's cool. That'd be cool. Okay, you sold me slightly. And I don't. Like, I don't feel like I have to sell Tom Cruise. I'm like, hey, Tom Cruise is gonna be in the Marvel movie. No, like, well, I, Iron Man doesn't run. Tom Cruise's claim. Besides loving cinematography and the art of acting, is that he runs in every movie. Can we talk about the fact that he, in that one scene where he's jumping from building to building in Mission Impossible, he breaks his foot during the scene and runs on the broken foot? Like, I hate Tom Cruise because he's so committed and so damn good. Yeah, he's crazy, and and like everybody who m- meets him, just like this is the nicest human being on the planet. Like knows every person's name in the cast. Like knows every person. Uh, every every person who works like up to and including um, like making the food on set, like he just happens to be a Scientologist. I was gonna say and, like, and how do we how do we balance that? that? <laughs> yeah, I was that's gonna I was I'm... gonna tread lightly. I don't tread lightly often, but I was gonna yeah. tread lightly there. That is all I'm going to say about that yeah. while I'm recording myself to put out in the internet. Correct, correct, correct. Uh, it's gonna go somewhere. People seem to very much like Tom Cruise. Is the point. Uh, but what do you think of the rumors that we're going to get? And I don't know. I don't know if Bavada has odds on this one, but if, if they mm-hmm. do, I'm taking, I, I would take the yes. A lot of talk that we're going to get a Taylor Swift cameo at, or more in Deadpool and Wolverine. It'd be so cheesy and campy, but if they do it right, I'll take it. We're going to, well, we're going to get a lot of weird cheesy and campy. We're going to, I think we're going to see a, shitload of older of of like old people show up in that movie because like i think they're going to be going through universes basically so here's my thing so the the wolverine suit is honestly going to happen later in the movie clearly you think so like yeah like it has to be one of those things where you finally get it like Mm -hmm. based on all the things that then you finally get the the yellow suit with the mask like finally so it's a it's it's like uh in What's that that horrible movie that just bombed? Madam Web, where you only get the people in the suit for like ten seconds at the end of the movie. Is that what happened? Yeah, there apparently if you've I, I can't confirm this because <laughs> I haven't seen the movie, but there are only there are only two sequences in the whole movie where the girls are in their suits, fighting in their suits. And if I've I've heard that if you've seen like all of the trailers, you've seen every bit of footage with them in their suits. <laughs> Wow. Well, yeah, because you have to set up the care. You have to set up the give a fuck a little bit. But maybe the worst review, like the reviews for this movie are like they wish they had Morbius on their hands again. That's what I saw someone say that. And sometimes I forget how bad that was. Oh, that was maybe my least favorite movie I've ever watched. It was so insufferably bad. But hey, who knows? We Maybe they recut in like a Matt Smith topless dancing cameo in Mar- in the Madam Web and we we get that rating up a little bit. 
just it's also dumb. Chance. Yeah, it's also dumb. By the way, NFL offseason. Yeah, let's see what's let's see what's happening. NFL offseason. I actually like. Can we can we talk about the irony of all of this? I have a shitload of stuff pulled up. Oh my gosh! Okay, let's let's do a speed round of football things. I've got I've got. The Justin Fields uh, trade rumors that we're hearing. We've got rumors for the number one pick. We've we've got uh, we've got what else here? Um, some props for the NFL draft that I thought were interesting. We've got potential cuts. Uh, let's go. Let's go through the potential cuts because I think yes, because there's one that I care about. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see where that is. There's gonna be we're gonna see a lot of names. I'm not gonna talk about everybody. Okay, we're gonna start in the AFC and. Uh, this is the guy who I would love to see playing for my football team next year. I'll tell you that damn straight. A lot of talk that Cleveland could move on from Nick Chubb, Mario. It's time. 28 years old. It's time. Well, I don't want, I don't want him to. <laughs> my days of like slightly rooting for you all, I think, are dwindling. Well, yeah, you guys are good now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get that. I can't, I can't really, you know, do that anymore. Uh so stay in the AFC if that's to happen. That sucks though, man. I get it from the from Cleveland's end. I I really get it. You found a way to 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 survive without him more than survive. Some would say so. Yeah, you don't pay him. Is mediocre at best. He is. He is. I agree. I, agree. I feel like the right resolution for this is a tack on a couple of years of contract extension, bring down the number for this year. That favors Chubb too. So I mean, I think they can find they can work that out. You're just not gonna. The thing is, he's not gonna get paid at the number he's at now, and you just gotta wonder if he's, you know, standing ten on it or is willing to understand where he's at. Let's talk about the the team that is now coached by, by the way, the favorite at Bavada to be coach of the year next year, Jim Harbaugh, the San Diego Chargers. I know, right? Jumping the gun a little bit there. This team. Is $45 million in the red in terms of the salary cap. <laughs> Going to have to make a couple of very hard decisions. And those are, uh, I will ask you right here. Do they cut a 28-year-old Joey Bosa, who has only played three full seasons and has missed a bunch of games over the last two years? Mm. Or do they cut a much older 33-year-old Khalil Mack, who is about, well, about to turn 33, who had 17 sacks last year? No, you definitely let Bosa go. It's crazy, right? Yeah, and he's, and he's kind of forced to play outside linebacker in that. that exactly, scene. exactly. You let you let Bosa go. You let him find his way. You actually realize that he wasn't that good of a Bosa. Is what we're going to end up. He's still pretty good, man. When he's healthy, he is. That's that's a heck of a football player. That's a difference making football player. Can be, but when he's healthy, he's a big term. Correct. They also apparently are going to decide between Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. You go, Mike Williams here. Do you? You cut or you stay you stick with? You cut. Okay, thank God. I was gonna say, why why are we moving on? Like Keenan Allen's one of no. the most consistently productive receivers in football. Just a huge number and he's getting older. Yeah, and his style of play doesn't hurt his age, so let's get it. Williams has a thirty two point five million dollar cap. Ooh, my thing is who I mean you cut oh man. I, that's just the part where like when I just think about him as a player, like it might be the end. Because, not to say he won't get signed, but it just changes everything. We've seen this story. Like, it changes everything. It even changes the way you approach the game. He's not going to get paid what he's used to getting paid to play this game. No, and but sometimes that can be a positive for the player. You think it's a positive for Mike Williams, the player? 
<laughs> Look, what I said is that he's a Scientologist, and I'm not. Talking yeah, there he could. Don't touch it. <laughs> no, Mike Williams, by the way, not a Scientologist, as far as I know. Yeah, let's not because um, they won't send you an email. Moving forward, yeah, email would be kind. Uh, moving forward, let's talk about the Dolphins are in a big situation. Three guys who could be cut, uh, oft injured, and was apparently talking about retirement, but will play next year, Teron Armstead, cornerback Xavier Howard, and defensive end Emmanuel Agba. Whew. Man. Agba, I mean, damn. Yeah. Uh, you can flip, a, uh, you can't flip a coin, roll a die maybe? Yeah. And just, you know, because, geez. The uh, window, by the way. Yeah, I agreed. The the Chiefs are in another another team that's gonna have some issues. They need to get Chris Jones and Legarius Sneed resigned. We've got the we've got the franchise deadline coming up real soon. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. I've seen a lot of a lot of people say that it's gonna be Sneed that gets tagged, not Jones, because Jones would be thirty two million dollars on the cap. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, it'd be crazy to let a guy like Chris Jones hit free agency, but. I imagine you guys are rooting for that. Um, I'm big rooting for it. Either way, it seems like Justin Reed probably needs to be cut, right? Yeah, really, really down year when you expected him to like thrive in that little, like, you know, that uh, like roverish role, mm-hmm. nickel role. You really thought he'd come up. Yeah. He, he actually didn't come up short later in the season, surprisingly, but for, for overall, you got to let him go. Well, it's just tough to pay a safety that much money. Uh, the same thing is going on in Denver, where you know Justin Ooh. Simmons is a guy who could be cut. That sucks, man. I mean, he'll I find he'll find his way. Yeah, he's one of the best safeties in football. Yeah, yeah. That he sucks. has an eighteen million dollar price tag. Yeah. Uh, let's let's was that player you wanted to talk about in the AFC or the NFC? He's in the NFC. He's he's on the team I like. Okay, the Eagles. Let's talk about. <laughs> Let's go to the NFC. Let's have another safety. This one's a little bit older. Is uh, what do you think the future has in store for Harrison Smith? Harrison Smith wanted to retire, so he should retire. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> like, like he's still good. When he said he was going to retire, everyone was like, "You're stupid, Harrison." And he was like, "Okay, yeah, you guys are right. I can still play." But now he's, you know, contracts up. Just retire. A guy who put up 1,100 yards from scrimmage last year, but still somehow underperformed. The Saints could very well move on from Alvin Kamara. I think his time is up too. Do to you? be honest, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, 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 how do I put this? He's in the same boat to me as Dalvin Cook in the sense that if he's the primary guy, you give him a whole year, he, he'll give you something, mm-hmm. but he's not going to give you what you thought you were getting. And in that he hurt. was. Yeah, they're getting hurt, and they were really, like, they were in perfect fits when we saw them thrive. That makes sense. Um, my For the team that you love, my Philadelphia Eagles, <laughs> safety Kevin Byard. Well, yeah, I, I think he bounces back, but that's not saying much. <laughs> yeah. That's not saying I think he becomes an adequate safety. He signs somewhere. He splits time. He doesn't play the whole season, but, yeah, you got to, it's got to go. For the Dallas Cowboys, they got to pick between receivers Michael Gallup or Brandon Cooks. You don't think Cooks, but Cooks is this has been the choice his entire career, right? He's been the guy. Yeah, he's the guy, and I think it happens again. It's like, like you're good. You just I don't know what it is that 
he makes a difference, but not the difference. A difference, but not the difference. I don't know. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Uh, I don't, let's talk about your lines. They they made the move to let go Tracy Walker. Mm, that makes me sad because he, he was one of the winners in the losing bunch mm-hmm. who maintained, and then he got hurt. Uh, and we realized we don't need him. And so now we can release him. Uh, so, I mean, it's 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 better for everyone, but it sucks. Was that the player you wanted to talk about? Yeah, that is. I just wanted to say, Tracy, I appreciate you, man. How about, hey, talk about appreciate you, Mario. Friend of the show, Brian Allen, released today from the Rams. Oh, we'll get him. Now we'll make him a staple. He's got nothing else to do. Uh, yeah, I, I believe you've, you've referred to him as the most charismatic guest we've ever had. Oh, my gosh. Like, we could, couldn't, couldn't get off the phone. Couldn't get off the phone. Is this the year that Taysom Hill finally gets cut? I don't know what Taysom Hill has on maybe Roger Goodell even. Yeah. Because that high. <laughs> but no, it's not the year he gets cut. He's got a $15.8 million price tag. You know what? I think it is seriously though. Like when you when on paper, he he does give you four positions on paper. So it, you convince yourself you can keep him. Yeah, but you still, you, you don't just get to... <laughs> Have three less guys on the roster. You still have to pay those other guys. That's the problem. Like he can't play all four of the positions at the same time. Right? No, he can't. Um, I guess he helps the active forty-nine man roster. Correct. The I guess the last name on this list. Let's talk about a former lion who found a found a good home elsewhere. It was a Pro Bowler from twenty twenty to twenty twenty two. That is Seahawks safety Quadre Diggs. Oh man. Didn't know a lot, he was of, done. lot of safeties here. Yeah, I mean it's one of those positions that um twenty this is not, million dollar cap hit, by the way. Yeah, you can't pay a lot for it, but and this is not actually true what I'm about to say, but it, it's the feeling or what, what we're seeing is that you can plug a guy in 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 ways. Now you really can't because it is a natural position, but like it's been pluggable all of a sudden. So yeah, like you're not paying top dollar for a guy. All right, let's uh Let's talk about these potential. Let's talk about the Justin Fields stuff. Let's apparently the team, the Bears are going to move on from Justin Fields. I know it's a shock to everyone, <laughs> but the trade packages suggested. Let me, you know what? Let me use the ones on NFL.com because the ones on ESPN are behind a paywall, and that's a little messy. Um, on NFL.com, they have. Four hypothetical trade packages for Justin Fields. Give me your thoughts. The first of which, the oh no, this sorry, this is these are four packages for the number one overall pick. I'm hmm. a giant. I'm a giant dirty liar. So smell that bit. Let's go back to ESPN and talk about those trade packages. The first one, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who by the way, a lot of smoke that Russell Wilson will make his way to Pittsburgh, but we can ignore that for a moment. In this deal, the Steelers trade the number 51 pick and a fourth round pick for Justin Fields. Say them again. Number 51 overall and a fourth round pick. No, not too, not too much or too little, too little, too little. The, and, and, and Russell Wilson's not going to the Steelers. I'm going to okay. address that, but yeah, okay. too little. The Atlanta Falcons, that would be for the number 43 overall pick. We're getting warmer. I think there's got to be a player with that for 43. The Las Vegas Raiders, it is a 2024 third round pick and Hunter Renfro. (laughs) 
don't know why that tickles. You got your player. Got your player. <laughs> Is Hunter Renfro like I really? <laughs> and he's good. It's just I I like Hunter Renfro. I yeah, really he's do. a good player. I just he caught a hundred balls a couple of seasons ago. Yeah, it feels like it feels like you're just tossing Hunter in there for some reason. Uh, that's more. That's more. Uh, 2025. You said 20. What well, 20? No, a third round pick. 2024 third round. Pick. Okay, current third round pick. Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, look. By the way, I love that Hunter Renfro went from catching 103 passes in 17 games in 2021 to 25 passes in 17 games in 2023. Jimmy loves them. Loved them. And Derek Carr does not. Yeah, I guess that's what we learned. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr, that 10 games, 36 catches last in uh, 2022, not moving the needle. Man, he yeah. does not stretch the field. But he had nine no, he touchdowns. Hates to do it. Hates to do it. Hates, you hate to see it. Hates to see it. Does not <laughs> want to stretch the field. Where, do, where does Justin Fields end up? I think he stays in Chicago, guys. Really? <laughs> yeah. So you think they, what do they do with that number one pick? They get something for it. They're going to get a shitload for it. Yeah. Yeah, they're getting something for it. Somebody's going to pay a haul for Caleb Williams. Okay. I mean, hey, fair enough. I, I don't know how – you know I don't love Caleb Williams, but if the choice for me as an NFL team is bet on Caleb Williams or Justin Fields, I guess I'm betting on Caleb Williams. I think in-house – I really – and I have nothing to back this up outside of one comment from DJ Moore. But I think in-house Justin Fields is actually still favorable. Let's get DJ on the phone. Let's call him. DJ? Um, <laughs> what's your beef with Russell Wilson in uh, Pittsburgh? It just doesn't seem like an actual fit. I don't even think uh, Tomlin would enjoy coaching that guy. Why is that? Because you, you said the personality fit? Yeah, I think it's just not It's not what Mike Tomlin's going to deal with. It's not. And I don't even mean that in, in, the, in the way that Russell Wilson is a bad guy. Like the 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 annoyance. I just really don't think that they that meshes. I, Russell Wilson likes to be the the face in that way, mm-hmm. and that's just not how the Steelers work. That's not how it goes. Okay, fair enough. Um, by the way, just now realizing that Captain Marvel is on is on Disney Plus. It's not on. It's not on. Uh, I don't. The Marvels though. The, the, the second the Marvels. One. I can't do. I can't okay. get it right. Okay. The Marvels is on Disney Plus. Yeah, we'll, oh, yeah, we'll, cool. we'll watch it. We'll watch the Marvels, but that's fine. Excellent. Um. Just wrapping it all together. Okay. Anyway, that's it for this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. Uh, we're probably gonna. We definitely won't be here next week because we'll be watching the Marvels. We'll be watching the Marvels on your on your time, listeners. When we're supposed to be giving you quality NFL takes, we're gonna watch the Marvels. Yeah, maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do a Marvels commentary to release, <laughs> but I don't know how well that's gonna go. Uh, but we will uh, we will return before long. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the continued support. From Mario Hines, I'm Chris Horwadell. We'll see you soon.